0: are locked on cougars this is your daily podcast focused on the byu cougars thanks for joining us on a special postcast edition of the podcast here byu falls 83 to 82 against the san francisco dons and we're gonna talk about it tough loss for the cougars what could they have done different let's discuss it this is locked on cougars special postcast edition What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a special postcast edition of the podcast. BYU falls at San Francisco, 83-82, to and that is a gut punch loss if you're a BYU fan. The Cougars seemingly had control of this game in the second half, up 14 points. You thought, okay, they're going to pull away here, they'll just sit on this lead and they started turning the ball over, and all of a sudden, what ended up being started out as a twenty one nothing run ended up being an extended thirty two to five run in favor of the dons, and the dons ended up holding on to win the game in the free throw battle in the final seconds of the game eighty three to eighty two I think my overall thought on this for BYU is it's a tough loss. There's no doubt about it, but it's not a bad loss. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, in terms of the where the NCAA Tournament Committee looks at this, San Francisco was a quad two team when BYU squared off against them today. So it's not necessarily a bad loss for BYU. By far their worst loss on their resume right now is the loss at Boise State earlier on this season. BYU in my opinion, they used their mulligan I think they were allowed with West Coast Conference play. We had talked a lot on this podcast about BYU taking care of business against all West Coast Conference opponents, not named St. Mary's and Gonzaga, and I kind of always had in the back of my mind, they probably can absorb one loss, and I think they probably use that today. Now, can BYU run the rest of the table in terms of the other West Coast Conference teams and not have another loss in the resume? I don't know because there's been an uptick in talent in the West Coast Conference this year, but I'm not sure sure that it's I I'm not sure that it's a great conference but it's a better conference hopefully that makes sense and BYU on the wrong side of this one loses 83 to 82 despite shooting 51 percent uh, from the field 55.6 percent from three-point land It's a good outing for BYU offensively in terms of they put up 82 points on the road and shot relatively well, but you cannot be on the wrong side of what ended up being an extended 32-5 to run and expect to win many games, and that's what BYU ended up being, so... Tough loss for the Cougars. And I got to tip my cap. Khalil Shabazz for San Francisco. If you didn't know his name before this game, I don't blame you. But in this game, holy smokes, 10 of 10 from the field. Scores a career-high 32 points to lead San Francisco to the win. That's impressive to come off the bench and do that. He was 6 of 6 from three-point land. San Francisco in this game, 54.5% from the field, 52% from 3 they played well in their home gym, as you would expect. Uh, Jermaine Boyer also had a career-high 23 points on 10 of 15 shooting. So BYU, in all honesty, guys, just in my opinion, they shut down the guys you expected them to shut down. Charles Midland only scored six points in this game. Lowell, their center, only six points. But you had two guys, Khalil Shabazz and Jermaine Boyer. I oh, hope I got Boye's name right. I think it was Bert Jermaine. Anyways, he comes out, and they both combine to go for 57 points in a win tough loss for BYU, there's no doubt about it and I think that down the stretch the free throw issues that surprisingly have affected BYU this season came to bear. Yoli Childs I'm going to blame his finger that's still sore, it's still taped up and everything on him missing that front end of the 1-1 one and one that could have potentially tied this game up with what, 22 seconds to go uh, TJ Hawes also misses some free throws both of them not shooting extremely well on, from the three throw line this season and that's that's going to be an issue for BYU, they've got to clean that up I felt like watching this game. One other thing before we go here is BYU has been very good about navigating runs from opponents this season. I don't really have any hard and fast statistics on this, but I can't remember many times BYU has been on the wrong end of a 21 nothing run or a 32-5 to run in a game and they haven't been able to claw their way back out of it. That's been one of the hallmarks of this team this year for BYU, I feel like, has been their ability... When they've had their back against the wall, when things go against them, they've had the ability to kind of claw their way out of it and find a way to win. They almost did it today. You only lost by one point. This is like I said, this is a tough loss. It's a gut punch loss, but it's not a bad loss for BYU. I've seen some people on social media saying BYU will rue this loss come selection Sunday. I don't think so, actually. I think San Francisco, 14 and 7, is actually gonna go down as actually a relatively decent loss. And I know that losses and decent that's a weird combo to put together, but I feel like BYU battled in this game, and it's a game of runs, plain and simple, in college basketball, more often than not, how many runs do you have to the other team's run, and credit to San Francisco, they had that 32-5 run, they got rid of that that 14-point deficit in the second half, and then they held on to win the game, it's a solid win for San Francisco, there's no doubt about it, but it's a tough loss for BYU, so my overall takeaways from this, BYU battled, credit to them for trying to claw their way back in. Into this one they come up just short I think they'll learn from that from that extended run honestly I think that 32 to 5 run I think BYU will learn okay we're not invincible we're not impervious to other teams making a run on us we've got to make sure we go out there and don't let people go on runs that's been a big thing I think BYU this year they've navigated opposing teams abilities to get them up against the wall and or up against the ropes and they've been able to fight their way out of it They came up short today, so it's a tough loss. I feel like BYU used up their so-called mulligan in West Coast Conference play. I still feel like this team is very much on track to make the NCAA tournament as an at-large team. The West Coast Conference is improved, I feel like. I think they are better teams. I'm not going to say it's one of the best conferences in the country because you still have teams like a Pepperdine, like a Portland, who drag the conference down. But at the top of the conference, there's a lot of quality, and I still feel like the West Coast Conference as a whole is on track for three bids, speaking of Gonzaga, BYU, and uh, St. Mary's. san francisco make a run sure but it's going to be harder for them i think to make the west, to make a run in the west coast conference tournament and get the automatic bid because i don't think automatic bid because i don't think they're a player for an at-large bid but if they go on a run here who knows so tough loss for the cougars there's no doubt about that i understand frustration from fans that feel like you know what we should have had that game in hand we should have not squandered a 14 point lead absolutely you you can be upset about that but like i said there are be- there are good teams in this conference, and San Francisco is one of them. And if a guy goes 10 of 10 from the field with a career-high 6-3-pointers and doesn't miss from beyond the arc— Sometimes that happens. Anybody who's played college basketball or just basketball in general, you've played church ball or whatever level you've played at, they've all had runs against them and that's the tough part. You have to just suck it up and move on. So BYU now, they've got their work cut out for them. They're going to have to make sure that they can move forward here at 15-7. and They're 4-3 and three in West Coast Conference play and now they got to get ready for Pepperdine coming up this coming Thursday and I think that they should handle that opponent right there. I think that BYU, the Waves not as good as they once were. 10-10 10 on the season. They're one of the lower half in terms of BYU's opponents are not one of the better teams and then you move on because you have a a St. Mary's game coming up on Saturday which is absolutely critical for the Cougars if they want to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. So big weekend ahead, a big week ahead I guess for BYU. Take care of business against Pepperdine. Don't let this loss hold over and then get ready for that showdown against St. Mary's because if BYU wins the game against St. Mary's, I think they punch what I feel like should be their ticket to the NCAA tournament. You can't can't suffer another loss to St. Mary's on your home court. That's when it starts getting a little more dicey. So tough loss for BYU. They'll move on here. Back-to-back home games this week against Pepperdine as well as uh, St. Mary's coming up. So get out to the Marriott Center, support the Cougars, get your tickets, go to byutickets.com if you want to get out and watch the game. I'm guessing that the the Marriott Center is going to be rocking over the next week or so as the Cougars square off against the Gales and the Waves. But BYU suffers a tough loss. I don't think it's a bad loss once again. But a tough loss nonetheless. BYU falls 83-82 to 82 at San Francisco. We'll be back on Monday with a full recap of the weekend that was in BYU sports. A lot of BYU football news to catch up on, as always. And we'll have it all covered for you right here on your daily podcast, the Locked On Cougars podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your weekend. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, special postcast edition, as BYU falls at San Francisco 83-82. to 82. Talk to you soon.